Welcome back to Popular Apocrypha, the show with fictional characters and even more fictional hosts. I'm Tyler, and today I'm joined by Riley and Nick. I'm fictional? Yep, you don't exist. Just, it's just me. <laughs> this is a little more existential than I wanted to be in the episode. <laughs> That's Riley. Hi. So this is an in-your-head episode, then? <laughs> it always is, Nick. Nice. It always has been. Oh, boy. It always will be. It would wow. be really weird if all this was in my head, because at this point, I'm just making podcasts for me. <laughs> Aren't that, Isn't that just thoughts? Like, or memories? Aren't memories just podcasts for yourself? Um, so the whole point was <laughs> um, to rip off Hot Ones, the uh, show with fictional characters and even more fictional hosts, but... <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't get it. Today's episode 70, and we'll be wow. discussing the... That's one more than episode 69. Hey, nice. episode 69. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, like I said, today's episode 70, and we'll be discussing the Harry Potter character Dolores Umbridge, as suggested by the Black Case Diaries podcast on Twitter. Thank you, friends, for suggesting yeah. a character. Dolores Umbridge. Uh, if you would like to send us your suggestions for fictional characters to improve and redesign on this show, you can contact us via social media at Podcast or on our website, popapoc.com. And you can also mention Tyler at Big Pee Pee Daddy <laughs> on Twitter. That probably is someone. <laughs> who, who would that be? I don't know. I thought it was you. I've been mentioning him for a while now. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Dolores Jane Umbridge was born to a wizard father, Orford Umbridge. And Orford? A muggle, Orford. 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 You can buy a Chevy. <laughs> or- Orford. Orford. <laughs> And a muggle mother, Ellen Cracknell. It's still available. I can get it. I can get the, the twit, twit hand. I can be Big Pee Pee Daddy. Um, so, anyway. Can your entire Twitter handle be at I can be Big Pee Pee Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. Give me a second. <laughs> Continue. No, future Tyler. Please make the right decision. Oh, he will. No. So, uh, back to Dolores Umbridge. Under her father's guidance, Dolores began to despise her magicless mother and her young brother, who was a squib. And before she turned 15... A, a squib? Uh, it's like a magic user, but like not really. Like they don't really have magic, but like a little bit. I don't really understand it fully. Okay. But we can huh. talk about a different character, such as the caretaker. What's his name? Uh, F- Finch? Filch? Filch. Caretaker Filch um, in Harry Potter. He was a squib. So when slash if we talk about him, then we could talk about what squibs are in greater detail. But it's not super important right now. Fascinating. So anyway, she despised them. And before she turned 15, the two of them split uh, from one another. Her father and herself and the the muggle mother and squib brother. uh, Those two pairs split off from one another and never saw each other again. Upon entrance to the Wizarding School of Hogwarts, Dolores was sorted into the School of Slytherin. She was never a remarkable student and was passed over for notable student positions and awards, making her dislike her time at Hogwarts even more than she would have otherwise. After graduating, Dolores assumed an internship at the Ministry of Magic, the governing body of wizards. Her role was within the improper use of magic office. By the age of 30, she was the head of the office, mostly through taking credit of others' works and tyrannizing her subordinates. After persuading her lowly father, who was essentially a janitor, to retire, she lied about her lineage, claiming true blood, in other words, uh, both parents being wizards and and her lineage to be full of that true blood wizardry and eventually she became the senior undersecretary to the minister of magic Uh, bad things seemed to happen to those who asked if she was related to her janitor father as dolores tried to rise in the ranks she would sometimes have a glass of sherry and begin spouting ideologies which shocked even those who were anti-muggle in other words anti those like most of us who don't actually use magic In part because of this, Dolores never married. One such ideology was aimed at half-breeds, including werewolves, such as Professor Remus Lupin, uh, which forced those individuals to be unable to have full-time jobs, which essentially forced them to not have jobs. This eventually allowed uh, Lord Voldemort to more easily recruit werewolves to his cause later in the story. Dolores' positions eventually gave her the ability to heighten paranoia within the ministry and even discredit a a legal hearing regarding Harry Potter's use of underage magic before a panel of wizards. It became known, however, that Dolores had secretly planned for a Dementor to attack Harry and his cousin, forcing him to either use magic or else have his soul sucked out. Um, Either way, being good for Dolores, because then she can have the ministry expel Harry from Hogwarts for using underage magic, or... His soul's been sucked out. Either way, she wins. Uh, By the direction of the Minister of Magic, Dolores was placed at Hogwarts in 1995. uh, That same, I believe that same year uh, that that happened with the Dementor. And uh, was put into the position of the Defense Against the Dark Arts Professor. She was placed here by the Minister due to the Minister fearing, um, in part because of Dolores, that Headmaster Dumbledore 
was amassing an army of students against him. Thus, Dolores's goal, her purpose there, was to limit any practical knowledge of magic that students could learn. Some students spoke up openly against her in classes, but were cruelly punished by having to write with a pen that scratched the words written into the author's hands, otherwise known as the black quill, which she invented. I will not tell lies. Exactly. So that would scratch. Harry had to write that repeatedly, and it would like it would cause eventually irreparable damage to his hand, scar and like like leave scar tissue in the form of those words. I will not tell lies on the back of his hand, um, amongst other things that he was forced to write. Well, the hair, I thought it was Hermione. Eventually, it was almost every student. Fair. Dolores used her sway with the already paranoid minister to be appointed the High Inquisitor of Hogwarts, which allowed her to evaluate and fire any professor at Hogwarts not up to her standards or who did not follow her ideologies, such as those who claimed that Voldemort had returned, which the minister firmly denied, and so did she, therefore, um, or who taught practical magic to students. Harry Potter thus organized a group of students to teach one another practical, largely defensive, again, defense against the dark arts, magic that was forbidden by Umbridge. Dolores disbanded all student clubs, including the Quidditch teams, forcing Harry's group into hiding. But Harry's group was betrayed by one of their own after being tortured by Dolores and other members of the House Slytherin. Dolores found the magically hidden Room of Requirement where they had been practicing. Dumbledore took the blame from the students, claiming that they were his army and practicing under his instruction, which was not true. After a scuffle with some ministry authorities, Dumbledore disappeared from Hogwarts. Dolores then was named Headmistress of Hogwarts. In her time as headmistress, Dolores was attacked from all sides, uh, first by the Weasley twins and their shenanigans and pranks, um, also in conjunction with the ghosts in the castle, who they couldn't really do anything about the ghosts if the ghosts didn't like her, and even the castle itself denied her authority at Hogwarts and would not allow her into the headmaster's office. It denied her authority? Denied her authority. Moreover, most professors also went out of their way to hinder Dolores in any way that they could. Soon after her appointment to headmistress, Dolores caught Harry Potter trying to contact his godfather, Sirius Black. Dolores wanted to interrogate him using a magical truth serum, but Professor Snape claimed that he had no more available since she had used it on all of the other students. Dolores then was going to use the illegal, according to the ministry, Cruciatus curse to torture Harry for information. But Hermione convinced her that they had a secret weapon in the Forbidden Forest. Dolores took Harry and Hermione, not very smart to just take the two kids, out to the forest to find the weapon, only to be confronted by a group of centaurs who knew of Dolores' actions against half-breeds such as themselves. They took her on a real nice vacation, and Dumbledore eventually went and rescued her. After Voldemort revealed himself, soon thereafter, at the Ministry of Magic, Dolores was suspended and Dumbledore was reinstated as headmaster. However, Dolores eventually resumed her position of undersecretary for a new Minister of Magic. When Voldemort took over the ministry, uh, later on, Dolores oversaw the registration and persecution of muggle-born wizards and witches, sending them away as prisoners for supposedly stealing magic from real wizards. At some point, Dolores received a locket from a petty thief, but what she didn't realize was that it was actually one of Voldemort's horcruxes, or soul shards, uh, that would allow him to be defeated. But Harry Potter and Hermione Granger infiltrated the ministry using a polyjuice potion and stunned Dolores in order to take the locket. After Voldemort was defeated, spoilers, and the reformation of the Ministry of Magic... Wait, wait, time out. They beat Dumbledore? (laughs) Sorry, Voldemort? And Dumbledore? Both of them dead. Everyone gets beat. Yep. Have you seen the the clip on YouTube where it's the final scene of Harry like squaring up with Voldemort and then Master Chief just comes out of nowhere and assassinates <laughs> Voldemort. No, it's no, so no. funny. He just like hits Voldemort and then you hear like the back crack and then Voldemort falls to the ground and zooms to Harry's face and Harry's like, what? And then Master Chief is just like teabagging and shooting up in the air <laughs> and it says on top of the screen, Kilimanjaro. <laughs> <laughs> But what about Neville? Not important at this point. After Voldemort's death and reformation and the reformation of the Ministry of Magic, Dolores was arrested, tried, and sent to Azkaban, in other words, wizard prison, uh, for her crimes against those that are muggle-born. Oh, I'm getting that, that Twitter handle, too. At wizard prison. <laughs> okay, that's a pretty that's a pretty good wi- Twitter handle. So Dolores was uh, sent to prison for life wow. for the rest of her days. Uh, Dolores is a uh, short, squat woman with a simpering voice. She is tyrannical, rude, cruel, vicious, and has essentially an unwavering trust for those that she views as being authority in authority above her. Um, democratic thinking and multiple viewpoints are completely intolerable to her, and she only teaches to the test. She's one of those educators. <laughs> she enjoys causing others pain and is incredibly prejudiced against those not of pure blood or who support less than draconian, purist, supremacy ideals. That's kind of the core of her, is she believes in the purity of bloodlines and that those that are of pure blood should be ruling over those that are not. Even though she isn't. Exactly. Wow. So, shocker, now there's Voldemort. Guess what they have in common? 
But I thought she was never aligned with Voldemort. Uh, no. Well, so Voldemort took over the Ministry of Magic. So he essentially had a Minister of Magic appointed by him. Like, more or less. He, he manipulated that so that he could be beh- more, uh, kind of behind the scenes. Not really behind the scenes. Like, everybody knew what was going on. Uh, not Maybe not everyone, but essentially everybody knew what was going on. And um, so he appointed that Minister of Magic and allowed, more than allowed, helped instigate things like Dolores did um, involving the persecution of those that were muggle-born um, or lowly in any way or half-breeds, you know, minotaurs, centaurs, um, mer-people, um, all, all so- muggle-borns, all sorts of anyone who was not of quote-unquote pure blood. Hmm. That's her, like, core foundation of her belief. That's um, her. Incredibly prejudiced. So that's Dolores Umbridge in a nutshell. She's the worst. Yeah, no, she really is. Like most, many people, many people, myself included, view her as being more insidious of a villain than even Voldemort is. No, Voldemort's only scary because he got no nose. That's the That's only not reason. True. It's the only reason. Name another reason Voldemort's scary. He has the Elder Wand. Mm-hmm. Not Spoilers. A not not a problem. Yeah. A- actually, not a yeah, problem. Like really, not at all. Name another reason. Because he's mean and likes to kill people. Mm, that's not a problem. Because he's bald. That's it. That is scary. There we go. Alienating another portion of our audience. Boom. No, no. It's only if you're bald and have no nose and look like a snake. And you have the Elder Wand. And you have the Elder Wand. <laughs> that's when you're scary. The scariest part of all of those movies is little fetus. Fetus. Fetus um, Voldemort? Voldemort? Yeah, yeah. Whee! I hate it. Harry Potter, I will get you. <laughs> Why are you from South Park? Uh, yeah, I was wondering that too. <laughs> what I sound like. Harry Potter, I'm going to get you. No, kitty. No, this is my papa. So we haven't actually done all that many true villains on this show. No. Uh, we've done a lot of, you know, like I mean, kind of middle ground characters. Shut up, Nick. Number, no one cares. Number of heroes. We did Parzival. He's not, He's a, not villain. a villain, Nick. Debatable. Okay, sure. So Dolores is a villain. So when it comes to popular apocrypha, we're all about you know making characters better. Except Thanos, we made him. Thanos whoa, was whoa, better. Whoa, whoa. He was so much better. The Infinity Braces. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to eat a big Jawbreaker. <laughs> anyway, the perfect character, second perfect character to make a villain better than Fat Thor. Just... Nothing is better than you, Fat uh, Thor. Yeah, you haven't even seen. I haven't video. seen Endgame. I've just seen the flood of memes. <laughs> to make a villain better. Do we need to make them less bad, or we need, or do we need to make them even more villainous? Worse. Worse. So how do we make Dolores Umbridge already... She eats children. She eats Voldemort. <laughs> that makes her better, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. She eats fetus Voldemort and be- <laughs> takes all of his powers. If she were to find out that Voldemort was a half, half-breed, in her opinion, you know... Half-blood. A, a muggle-born... Um, a, a, I apologize in advance. A mud blood as the Hebrews, oh my god, you can't use racial slurs around here. As the pagans say, um, then she might want to eat baby Voldemort. Her big thing is against her prejudice is against those that she believes to have impure bloodlines. Right. So how can we take that? Or maybe we don't want to. Maybe we want to. Maybe when we want to change what her prejudice is, how do we take something a prejudice and? expand upon it to make it even worse than she already is she's prejudiced against all wizards she just hates anyone that can use magic she hates all children she thinks you should either be a baby or old (laughs) (laughs) she does say that she hates children i need you to pick i need you to pick you can't be a child be old or be nothing um Maybe she hates all purebloods. Maybe she just hates herself. Relatable. <laughs> so she's another member of our podcast. Right? <laughs> Maybe she's a uh, revolutionary and wants magic to be accessible to the muggles. Maybe that she would... doesn't want to kill the muggles. Maybe she just wants to enslave them. Well, that's kind of true. That's already true. That, that's that, very true. That's not true. original, Nick. Well, do, do we <laughs> want to be original? Because like, her prejudice against like those that are impure, per se, is very not original. Like That's like a running thing throughout like the entire Harry Potter books like Voldemort is the leader of those who believe that and like a- among other things he's the leader of all evil people basically but like that's a common prejudice amongst wizards real quick can we talk about how J.K. Rowling is obsessed with telling us all about every single character's sexual orientation yeah and their sex lives I mean I'm okay with it I don't really care I I don't need to know 
I do. Any of that information. I need to know. I just don't actually care that I need to know. What if... I almost said J.K. Rowling. What if Dolores Umbridge... <laughs> what if Dolores Umbridge is a space wizard? She's already kind of spacey. No, like, her job uh-huh. is she's the senior undersecretary of space travel. Or, wow. Ooh, ooh, or, because, you know, magic, so you don't have to travel through space like normal, she is prejudiced against those that, like, travel between worlds. She's against, she's prejudiced against aliens. Mm. Can you say that you're not, Tyler? Freaking love aliens. Why dude. are we making this not about the character, Nick? I'm, Tyler is a character, and I'm trying to make it about no, him. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not how this works. You know, we, we had this idea once, though, of having an episode where we do modify ourselves for the that. episode. We, would, we had that. That was, like, uh, way long time uh, ago. Nick, you can dish it, but you can't take it, huh? No, I mean, like, I can change me to be better already. I just... I would be happy there. That's not no, <laughs> no, leave. So, <laughs> I've already made me better. I'm sorry. No, you haven't. I have. Happy. I don't want you to be happy. Okay, Dad. What if she's a scientist that's so good at science that it looks like magic? But then I'd like her more. I don't want to like her. Oh, yeah, I want to okay. hate her more. What if she's a mudblood? I want to. And she hates her own kind. You that's just said already the true. M word. That's already the case. If Tyler can say racial slurs, I can say racial slurs. They're not racial slurs. I have a question. They're like Hanabar. No, they're not. I mean, how is it not a racial they're, slur? They're, they're not a, a race. Debatable. I mean, it does. It has to do with the genetic class yeah, of Metacorians. It's the Metacorians. <laughs> She's prejudiced. The high Metacorians prejudice against Jedi. She really doesn't like the Jedi. Okay, we found it. She's anti Jedi. That makes everybody angry. So she and Palpatine team you, up. You just she made- and Palpatine. <laughs> Oh, okay, but that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, it would. Real. Yeah, yeah. Let's be real. Here. Yeah, and they execute Order sixty sticks. Sixty sticks. Because because of their wizard wands too. That well, no, wasn't me not. tripping on my words. That was a slight, it was a play of Dolores Umbridge. Do it, do it. This is one of those moments where I wish that our podcast had someone that liked us and made. <laughs> <laughs> I wish someone wait, liked us too. Wait, 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 and made animated versions of things that we said because I would love to see an animated version of like you sitting on a couch with like a thinking face on, going order sixty sticks. <laughs> that would bring me life. Sixty sticks. Sixty sticks. Like wizard wands. Having someone animate sixty. Sticks to like drive <laughs> to drive the point home. Yeah, right. Ugh. I mean, eventually someday someone will like us. Mm, you don't know that. Um, I can mom dream. Are pretty cool. <laughs> Wait, has she listened to the podcast? No, thank God. Oh, oh, thank okay. the thank, Lord. Thank I want her. Your to mother like is me. a saint. I don't need her to listen to this. <laughs> anyway, Dolores Umbridge. Is there any quality that she has that any one of us might potentially view as redeemable? And then let's take that away. Um, she's short. <laughs> So now she's twenty. Now she's tall. tall. <laughs> she's a giant. Maybe she. The fact that she um, pursues what she wants. That's what I was gonna say. Like she, she is never ending in her pursuit of her goals, even to That's the extent her... of torturing children. So it, Dolores, what she wants, she gonna get what she wants. Yeah. Are you saying that her her lack, uh, her 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 passion mm-hmm. is a redeeming quality, her... or are you saying that she just needs to torture more children? I plead the fifth. <laughs> I, I think that if like you can you can pull something good out of most situations. Um, I think that's dangerous. We should have dangerous habit to have. Where Neville is actually the true hero of the story. I don't want to get into that. With wait, he, but Neville is the true hero of the story. The true hero of the story. Oh, in I, comparison I'm let to you Harry finish. Potter, Dolores Umbridge is the true villain compared to Voldemort. So Neville needs to defeat Dolores. Nothing yes. else matters. Needs to poker with the sword. At this sword. point, we'll, well, you know, we'll eventually talk about other Harry Potter characters. I'm sure of it. But like for this podcast, for this episode, all that matters is that Neville ends up defeating Dolores. So what, if that's if that's what we want to do, which I'm well, okay, I'm, I'm okay with that. We can make her a werewolf. No, that's not what I was trying to say. That's not what I was trying to say. I'm trying to say we can make Dolores Umbridge more evil by having her be even the even more manipulative mastermind behind Voldemort. Because the sword of Gryffindor is made out of silver. Stop. We're not talking about this. No, Neville has to poke Dolores Umbridge with his silver sword. Oh, because she's a werewolf. Yep. I got you. Thanks. I'm glad somebody God, was tracking. dude. I'm tracking with you. I'm on Team Riley right now. See, part of why I... I don't want to say like, but I, I don't know what other word to use. You like Dolores. As a villain. Okay. Is because... Um, you she's, think she's really cute. No. <laughs> um, is because she's ordinary. Like, she's unremarkable. Like, she she doesn't get, like, any... Like, in school at Hogwarts, for example. She's not promoted to, like, head boy or... Head, head boy? boy. 
Dolores Umbridge promoted to head boy or or head girl or uh, there's there's some other prestigious titles and like awards that you can get as a student like nothing she's just this kind of nothing student and like she's and and at the end of her story you know and as it currently is she's like she's sent to prison for her, her for her crimes and that's where the that's dementors it. are right which is an ironic twist of fate. She stuck the Dementor on Harry and Dudley earlier in the in the story. So that's kind of an ironic, like, haha, sucks to suck. The worst part of prison? Probably the Dementors. <laughs> She's a Dementor that's learned how to communicate. You both hated that. <laughs> no, I don't hate it. I just, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know enough about Harry Potter to, I feel like. I think I could answer most questions. Contribute to this world. If you have a question, I think I could answer She's it. the Boggle. I don't Boggle. know. Isn't that the name of the thing that takes, takes over on the, your, the worst the, fears? Yeah, your worst It's fear. close. I don't think it's called a boggle. I'm pretty sure that's just a uh, board game that you play with your friends and family. Boggle. Oh. Huh. So that's what people do with their family. They boggle them. They boggle them. I love boggling my wife. Oh, boggle me so hard. Stop. God. <laughs> boggle me, daddy. Stop. <laughs> I think we need to talk about Dolores Umbridge. It's We're... called a bogart. That's it. See? I was close. That would be interesting. But, so is is that like the ultimate, so a Bogart, so a Bogart, do you know what a Bogart is in Harry Potter? Maybe you do. For those that don't know, don't know what that is, it's a creature that will take on, um, uh, like the, whoever's like foremost um, viewing it or like closest to it sort of thing. It will take on that person's uh, biggest fear. It will take on that, the form of that, that fear. So maybe it's like, for Ron Weasley, it was like this enormous spider for... Uh, I think it was Neville. It took on the form of of Professor Snape. Um, <laughs> for I, for whatever your biggest fear is, it'll take on the form of that. Harry was a Dementor. Yeah, Harry's was a Dementor was the, his biggest fear at, at that point. Um, uh, or maybe one w- might even say his biggest fear was losing his soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so what if a... He just needs some Horcruxes. What if a Bogart's true form... Like, what if it cycles through every person's biggest fear... And the amalgamation of all of those fears is, is Dolores. Dolores Umbridge. The person that is Dolores She's a Umbridge. She's societal Bogart. She is society's greatest fear. That's kind of cool. She just represents our fear of authority. No. That's pretty... Some of us have a fear of authority. That's hashtag deep, no, my I dude. understand, but I don't think she represents fear of authority. Fear of corrupt authority. <gasps> fear of Donald Trump. Are you just, just? <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Are you gonna saying, ask me why I'm the way no, I am? I, do you, here's the thing. I'm not. Do saying, I like to just push your buttons? Yes. Here's the thing. I'm not saying there aren't any similar similarities, similarities between Donald J. Trump and Dolores <laughs> J. Umbridge. Not, but that's uh, not what we're talking about. I, I like the idea of Dolores Umbridge being this like a person, like a true, like a, it, that she is a like not a, a human being, but she is basically a human being that a bogart turned into that has like reached the end of its life and it has met it has come in front of so many people and it has put all of the people's fears together and come to this person and people fear her because she's sneaky and cruel and likes to hurt people and is okay with people knowing that and seems otherwise, and seems otherwise nondescript, not super important. On, on Like on, on first meeting Dolores Umbridge, she's a nobody. She's sitting at Harry Potter's panel and voices her, her opinion. And she's and she's a, a dummy head. And that's Yikes. it. Big words. I think that's kind of a cool idea. She's a mega Bogart. She An is ultra Bogart. The Lord of Bogarts. Ooh, Lord Bolgarmort. Lord Bolgamort. Bolgamort. <laughs> Bolgamort. Bogartmort. Um, or we could keep Dolores as a human and keep her backstory mostly intact. Maybe her dad has a slightly different job. Maybe her mom. Maybe she does reunite with her mom or her brother. In in the original writing, well, that never if happens. She's a Bogart. Then her dad's a Bogart, and her mom's a Bogart. What I'm saying is, if we didn't make her a Bogart and we kept her as a human, okay. We could go a different route instead. So we don't want to be darker. I'm giving you other options. What do you want? How would... Here's here's a more direct question for you, Nick. Since I know that that was a little bit of an abstract one and you might struggle with it. <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> if you were to make... If you were to make Dolores Umbridge as dark... Uh, 
as as she currently as she currently is within the canon of Harry Potter, uh-huh. it take that character right. and make her keeping keeping everything previous. Uh-huh. Maybe not everything. Keeping most things previous in the I, backstory. I'm trying. If you were to make her darker, darker. What would you do? More death. Okay. Who dies? Everyone. Can't everyone. be darker if everyone's dead because it can. Then no one's there to view how dark it is. Um. <laughs> Riley just squints his eyes. Like, <laughs> well. Okay, you said I, you say more death. If I was to make Dolores Umbridge darker, um, darker than torturing children darker than joining the enemy to then persecute her own people darker than just being a total wow what was that weird bleep sound that was so crazy <laughs> what would you do there? those impressions nick what you're getting good at those impressions thanks i've been practicing come back to me okay i'll let you stew for a moment i had an idea not too long though because i'll get all i'll end up like on some weird plane just the potatoes will get too done. Yeah. Come back to me shortly. <laughs> so, what if Dolores and Voldemort enter a relationship? That's what I was going to say. And they have a demon baby. That makes me uncomfortable. Exactly. We have to make it darker. Why? They have to make Is it, because it worse. because they're both old? No, no. What makes you uncomfortable about this? I, I don't. Two people. <laughs> <laughs> when a mommy, when a Dolores Umbridge. <laughs> Stop. Stop. And a Voldemort. Stop. Love each other very much. Oh, Vol- I thought you said Dumbledore the first time. No, Voldemort. Did I say Dumbledore? I think I said Voldemort. Which one did he say? He meant Voldemort. Did I, s- I think I said Voldemort. Maybe maybe not. I knew what you meant. I meant Voldemort. I was thinking Dumbledore the no. whole time. That's, that is worse. The and I whole hate time. it. That, makes, that, that really just makes Dumbledore worse, though. No, Dumbledore's already a piece of trash character. Whoa. We'll talk about him at a later date. I'm sure of it. But I, I think that if Voldemort... And uh, Harry Potter entered a relationship. No, Dolores entered a relationship. Uh, that, uh, we're on a watch list now. I think that if Voldemort... Nothing's been released yet. I think that if... They can hear us. I think if Voldemort and Dolores Umbridge entered a relationship and had a demon baby, that would make things darker. Especially if Voldemort killed Dolores to imbue the baby, the demon baby with another Horcrux. That would change a lot in the story. A lot. But would make things a lot darker. And she would be dead. And you wanted more death, Nick. Yeah, but not her. Well, I do want her death. Okay, they kill Hagrid instead to make the, the new Horcrux. No, they kill Hagrid's... Ooh, in canon with the movies, they kill Hagrid's ste- uh, half-brother, the baby giant, uh, who's not, I don't believe in the books, or if he is, it's not as important in the movie as, as in the movie. Um... And he becomes the impetus for the new Horcrux, Dolores and Voldemort's demon baby. Becomes impotent? Dolores <laughs> Umbridge sorry, becomes really? impotent. That Maybe that's why she hates kids. Oh. She oh. can't have kids. Oh. oh no. This, is a, different, this is a different I'm kind sad. of dark. I'm kind of okay with that kind of dark, though. Feeling rather than sorry for her? Rather than like going the, the like evil dark, but like the sad dark. So I'm okay with sad darkness. You want to make her uh, regrettably hateable. Like you ultimately hate her yeah, actions. Yeah, I kind of do want that. But you also feel bad for her. I want to take any redeeming quality and make it a pitying quality. Because now, because it used That's to be what where I want. we could hate her and you would feel justified in hating her. Right but now, it's like you hate her and you feel bad. But about you still her. feel bad because that would make her arguably a better villain. Arguably, because now she has immunity from your unfiltered hatred. Now it has to be filtered hatred. She can't have kids. I mean, she can't have kids in the sense that no one wants to be in a relationship with her because she's such a, <laughs> she's a such bigot, a, such a... but that's a different thing. Maybe she falls in love. Maybe she, maybe her bigoted ways don't come from her father because that's really where they come from originally. And like, that's how they start is her father's impact and his beliefs on her is that he is also prejudiced against those that are non-magic users, but part of the wizarding world. Um, that's the start of her bigotedness toward all half-breeds. But what if she falls in love when she's younger with a centaur? Whoa. And Does that happen? And he spurns her. Can we say that? Spurn? Yeah, I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> God. Can we say sperm? No, I'm stuck. <laughs> you open this door. He just walks through it. So the centaur spurns her. and But why? I, I need to know why. Or maybe not a centaur, maybe something else, maybe a mer person. You know, I'm down to Or that. a werewolf. Or a werewolf. Um, and then that somehow develops her prejudice. 
Honestly, I like that a lot more, and that does make me relate to her more, but feel just bad for her. Not so much relate, just really pity, honestly. Not even relate, really. Because it's not like I've ever fallen in love with the centaur that you know of. Nah, you're falling in love with merpeople. Darn right. <laughs> okay. All comes full circle. This got brought up in the last episode, too. I know I did. I left it in. I know you did. Because I don't care if it sheds light badly on me, but I will protect both of you. Mine's in there, too. <laughs> y- yours is innocuous, though. So what's wrong with loving merpeople? Um, one might argue bestiality, because they're not fully human. But that's it's like not... falling in love with a centaur. Okay. Yep. Like that's... if I fell in love with a centaur and you got mad about it, uh huh, you would be a bigot. Not saying you're wrong. <laughs> it's not the same. Anyway, <laughs> Stop. Uh, I'm not in love with any centaurs currently. But Dolores Umbridge is. So first question, question number one for you two to decide. Not gonna. I'm not gonna input. What kind of unpure blood blooded creature does Dolores happen to fall in love with? Nick Bates. I feel like. That says more about his parents oh. than it does against him. She falls in love with Nick. With me. So I'm Dolores Umbridge's well, love interest. I need to know. What creature, or or humanoid creature, does Dolores Umbridge fall in love with? Is it a giant? A half-giant? A person, A half person, Dobby? A elf. <laughs> an elf. elf. Um, a centaur. A, uh, a fawn, like Mr. Tumnus. A... Some other magical creature that has, you know, it's part partly human and partly something else. You if, tell me. If I was Dolores Umbridge and I knew that I was unable to be with child. <laughs> Are we keeping that? I'm okay with that. Are we? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she would know that until she tried to have a child. Right. Maybe that's why this. I mean, doctors today can tell you by the time you're like 13. Yeah, this isn't today. This isn't. It past. was in modern times. Well, basically. Yeah, the wizarding community kind of separated themselves away from, like, the modern world, though. Okay, so if I was Laura Sunbridge and I was under the impression that I could have children. Right. I'd get with a centaur. Centaur? Mm-hmm. What do you think, Riley? Centaur? Bogart. <laughs> Bogart. <laughs> Bringing it full circle. Full circle. I don't... No, I'm just joking. Because then the Bogart might take the form of her dad, and they'd get weird. Well, maybe... What is her... Gri- what if she has no fear at that point in her life? Greatest fear is not having children. And then with the Bogart, it's not having children, and it becomes a reality. How does one turn into not having children? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. I'm not a qualified physician. <laughs> if I was going to, if I was going to embody not having kids, what would I look like? Uh, either dead babies, or Dolores Umbridge, or just, she just herself. herself. She Yikes! Hates, she hates herself. Yes, and then, oh, and then the Bogart kills her and takes her place. Okay. No. That's, yeah, that's, I hate that. I think I feel like Centaur be- is better than, works better than Bogart. I think <laughs> I it works a little joking. better. No, okay, no. so she falls in love with a centaur, and they, they date, they have a nice time. They, you know, they, they go on long walks on the beach, and they go to the park, and they, they cast spells together, and it's really cute. Well, I don't know if centaurs cast spells, whatever. Um, I'm but, sure centaur and then they, too. and then they want to have kids, or maybe one of them, maybe the centaur wants kids, but. Maybe a human and a centaur can't have kids. And so the centaur's like, I'm sorry, but like, this is, an, this is a deal breaker for me. And I'm out. Yikes, spurned love. And then she goes on a genocidal spree. And it breaks her heart and she goes insane. The centaur spurns her. Well, not, not spurns her intentionally. It's like a, like, I need this. I, I really, this is, this is important to me. And I need it more than I need our relationship. Even though I love you. I'm going to be honest with you. I said centaur because I thought it had more weight to it when she takes the kids into the woods later and the centaurs come. Yeah, no, I'm on board with that too. Because like, if we set this as, as the, the, the impetus for her prejudice, then later when the centaurs confront her, maybe it's him, that centaur leading the centaurs and confronting her Yikes. for her crimes against the half-breed what if, population. What if Dolores has a problem with half-breeds? But only the human kind. Or at least that's all. That's the only thing that she's like, hear me out. That's the only thing that she's like openly against. So people centaurs. She, yeah, she's got no problem with people centaur. Like, like oh, she doesn't have Until she starts dating the centaur. And they're talking about like maybe starting a life together and having kids and whatnot. And it, it comes around to their personal beliefs. And she says something about the fact that she hates half-breeds. But oh, so he, she does already have this prejudice against human half breeds, like in like like the the mudbloods, right? Oh, oh like wi- wizard yeah, half-breeds. wizard half breeds, okay. not hu- not centaurs, more people, anything like that. 
But the centaur takes it wrong and thinks she means all half breeds. Breaks up with her. Yeah, and he's and he's like, That's that's messed up. He he leaves her. Yo, that's whack. And that's and that's when she's like, Fine, if this is how it's gonna be, then Then I hit all half breeds. All mer people, all centaurs, all werewolves. She is very rash, so that fits well. All fawn. Yeah, all other changelings, everything. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm aboard. I'm aboard with that. Um so 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 wait, the the reason the center breaks it off is because she is pre- a, a bigot. Yeah, but he he misunderstands and thinks she means all half breeds right. when she only means oh only. I'm just I'm just so yeah, right, exactly. I'm just so sick and tired of these muggleborns or these mudbloods ruining our our fine uh, wizardry establishments. Maybe it's even a little more subtle than that and saying things like, oh man, those muggleborns, they just, they're always looking for a handout. I think she'd say something more like, oh, those half-breeds. Half, oh, right, to, to make it misunderstood. Yep. So, wait, do, so does the centaur think that she inclu- is including him in that? Or does he break up with her just because she's prejudiced against, like, against muggleborns? Um, I don't know. Is, what is it a misunderstanding or does he fully understand and in and because of her prejudice breaks it off. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think that I think she's uh, I think she's prejudiced, and then and he knows he finds out about it. Okay, so so she is openly prejudiced against, or fairly openly prejudiced against those that are Muggle-born wizards and witches, and the and the uh, centaur boyfriend finds out about this and doesn't like her prejudice and breaks it off. That's what I'm hearing. Or, 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 or Dolores Umbridge does have a child with a full blood wizard. So a pure blood. And by that measure, she is like redeemed herself, whatever. She now has a child that's full blood and therefore she can be recognized as a pure blood member of society in her own mind, in her own eyes. Okay. However, then the child gets uh, used as a horcrux. Um, real quick. You said earlier that she was born to a squib no she's so, not so her father's not her, like filch her father is a wizard okay and her mother is a muggle okay so and her brother is a squib gotcha okay i knew, i know i heard squib earlier I, I was sorry i was finding twitter okay so her wouldn't her being a half-blood already taint the the blood of her kid or would she just ignore that and think like ah he's pure-blooded it's kind of up for debate i mean in the sense so a pure-blood individual is those that are is those that are born of magic users generally but like a pure blood line is those who come from only as far back as you can trace mm-hmm. only those that are magic users. yeah only wizards and those that come from only magic users right so it's a little complicated i don't really know I don't really fully know the whole genetic lineage part of what makes a pure blood and a half blood wizard and all that. Or like, maybe you know the child isn't a Horcrux. Maybe she just finds a pure blood wizard lover, and they decide to have a kid, and the kid dies in childbirth, and he blames it on her because she's only a half blood. Ooh, yikes! And she already hates herself. We already know that. So. so then it just impacts upon itself doubly, and then she grows further dissociated from her own identity. And decides to, as as already having that instilled in her and from her youth and now in this moment, being heartbroken and the death of a child, goes after okay. half-bloods. Do, how tragic do you want to make this? Pretty tragic. Okay. She's in a relationship with a quote-unquote pure-blood wizard, but they're not they're not married. Or maybe, mm-hmm. or maybe they are. Maybe that may, might even make it more tragic to some folks. So let's say that they're married, but she uh, is more tragic for me. I love my wife is on. Mm-hmm. Let's say that she's sent by the ministry out on a uh, a investigative study of um, a particular region. Doesn't really matter. And she meets this group of centaurs and she falls in love with one of the centaurs. Uh Oh, and they strike up a relationship about 10 to 11 months later. She's back home with a centaur baby with a centaur baby on the way and passes it off. Happen? We're going to say it can. Oh. And passes it off as if it's his child. Because maybe it is. It's like it's like one of those situations where uh, she's been home to the point where, like, long enough to the point where maybe it actually is his kid. Or maybe it's the centaur's kid that she was in a relationship with, um, you know, a couple months ago. centaurs have a longer gestation period. Right. Um, longer to cook. <laughs> I hated that. 
Um, and so maybe she doesn't know. And she goes and she goes to some, like a, a wizard doctor, um, Doctor Wizard, and and yeah. she she's about to find out. She's about to find out whether it's the the wizard's kid or it's the centaur's kid. And she can't go through with it. And she leaves. She leaves like the the wizard doctor's place. And she goes home. And uh, the time comes, and she gives birth privately in her home while her husband is away. And she sends the child away. And we never know whether it was the centaur's kid or the wizard's kid. Plot twist. It's Harry Potter. It's Harry Potter Plot the twist. whole time. It's Voldemort. <laughs> it's, it's Voldemort. Voldemort. Yes. Um, and we never know whether it's the wizard's child or the centaur's child. Or if it's Harry Potter or if it's Voldemort. But it's definitely one of the two of them. And... What if it... Nope. And it... And her resentment at feeling... At, at herself, in a way. And also at her just her situation for having to send her child... Regardless of the father, having to send that child away drives her to, uh, she feels forced to resent one of the two. She feels like she has to choose the father to resent or the centaur, the lover to resent. And she chooses to resent the centaur. And that grows and that develops inside her and that, that festers. And it eventually develops into a hatred against all half-blood individuals. I'm going to agree with you. I think mine was darker. I feel like mine's darker. Which one was yours? Mine was the one where she has a kid with a pure blood wizard, and the child dies in childbirth, and the pure blood wizard leaves her and blames her for the miscarriage because she's only half blood. So this is darker. Basically, yours what is, we're telling yours is you more to drama choose, filled, though. What we're telling you to choose between uh, which is which is more uh, which is darker: a miscarriage mm-hmm. or a mother sending away well, her child. A miscarriage and being blamed for the miscarriage based on who you are as a person. That one or. Uh, Festering hatred toward an, uh, multiple classes of people based on your own choices to have a relationship and then tearing that relationship with your child apart and sending them away. Which is darker? Why not both? She has, she has a kid with kids. a centaur and loses it. But the father still thinks it's his. So we he blames it. her. That way you can both be happy. I feel like that I actually can take, is... I can take both of you to the ball. I feel like that actually is the darkest scenario, honestly. Yeah, there's, there's a lot going on there's there. There's a lot. There's, there's it's a lot dramatic. Mentally. It's dramatic and it's dark. Porque no los dos. And, and so, so the father of this, at what, what he doesn't realize, is a centaur baby uh-huh. um, that, that died in childbirth. Uh-huh. Uh, his resentment toward her, she, to cope with that, she then puts that resentment onto half-breeds to displace it off of herself. Right, because he blames her as a half-breed. Because and, he's and a she, bigot, And too. she needs to, to, to be able to live with that. She displaces that as much as she can off of herself by placing it onto other half-breeds. Like centaurs. Um. Yeah. Because I, I think I'm, I think she I think she'd be mad about the half breed thing and mad at, at the centaur, right? Even though she doesn't know whose baby it is, but well, she, she has. She she's got know. a good. She idea, would know, right? He wouldn't know, right? Hubby wouldn't know. Centaur wouldn't know. Okay, I'm on board with this. This explains her prejudice in a different way than it was in a different way than it was before. Um. So then, uh, that I mean, everything else we can basically keep the same. If we want to, or we can change other elements, such as uh, we could change how she tortures children, or we could change... She tortures children by making them feel like they have been miscarried. She tortures children by... Refusing them birth control. (laughs) (laughs) Making them have children with centaurs. No, 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 no. I felt like mine crossed the line, refusing them birth control. Yeah, yours is I felt like that crossed the line, but yours really crossed the line. Way out there in space. Yikes. Reel it back in. She tortures children... By instead of doing physical tortures, she makes them endure more scarring emotional tortures by making them have visions of everyone they love disowning them, similar to how she felt. Yikes. Ooh, let's make this even more twisted. She the kills father, their friends. The father oh. was the minister of magic at the time. Ooh, that's that's bad and also very unprofessional. Yep. This is It makes so, it even more convoluted. So One Tree Hill. Yeah. <laughs> One, one Tree Hill Harry Potter. <laughs> one Tree Hill Dolores Umbridge. And she also physically tortures him. She likes a little bit of both. Because she, you know, experiences... The Black Quill is still pretty terrifying. Yeah, it's we, pretty We bad. keep that. That's messed up. It's really like, messed it's up. super messed up. Yeah. So we keep that. And also, she... Maybe instead of the truth serum, she makes them feel like they've been disowned, like you were saying, Riley. And that instead of the truth serum, that's how she gets information out of them. Your friends aren't really your friends. Ooh, I already they, knew they that. They don't really like... Tyler, not talking to you this time. <laughs> what else does she do that we want to change and make darker? 
Wears pink a lot. I'm tired of that. More black. She's she wears pink a lot. More mm, that makes her cooler. More black. <laughs> we can make it really puce. Dark green. What about what about like blood red? Magenta. What about purple? Pink. What about pink? Or no. Or Okay, that purple. Anyways. Purple. Okay, puce. Fine. Let me puce, tell, let me tell you. Let me tell you my least puce. favorite flavor. But we have color. Real with terrible. zigzag black lines everywhere. Puce, puce and zag lines? lines. God. Yep. She's stuck in. We didn't really talk about uh, when she. So again, keeping most of the backstory the same in the Harry Potter series, and she uh, wants to torture Harry Potter, and then Hermione steps in. And says they have the secret weapon in the Forbidden Forest. And she goes out with Harry and Hermione to the secret forest and meets this group of centaurs. Boom. Centaur lover comes back into play. His name's Don. She doesn't like him anymore. Don's like, yo, you screwed up. She's like, nah, I didn't. And then they capture her. He's like, where's my kid? He's like, yo, where's my baby at? You, you, you took my kid away from me. That was our baby. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they try to have a loving embrace because he remembers her and then and she then disowns he him. kills her no Ooh, that the centaur in the movie that yeah. she like has cast the the was it transfiguration spell to um no the whatever spell to summon the ropes and tie the centaur up remember that uh maybe you don't but she like summons ropes out, out a, of her I wand th- i thought she did the uh the cruciatus maybe she i don't know but I, I definitely remember that she summons ropes out of her wand that tie up a centaur and start constricting the centaur's throat yep that's what that's was, the right. centaur that's the centaur that was there maybe she he's about to speak up and she sees that and to stop him from saying anything because she doesn't want to lose her image even in front of harry and hermione even though she despises them and she hates children to silence him he she summons these ropes to constrict his throat instead yikes but then the centaurs well and haggard's half-brother in the film, uh, they uh, take uh, make make short work of her and take her on a vacation to the Bahamas. That's not where they take her. You said make short work of her. Yeah, because she's short and she doesn't do a lot of work. That was a dumb joke. Actually, she does a lot of work because she values those that are in authority. Because she got to go to work. Maybe work, she has authority work. issues because of the minister that was her husband. Uh, lover. 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 We never, lover. We never specified uh, that. Yeah, that, that would really mess you up, I feel like. Boyfriend. There'd, there'd be some weird power play there. So she has power issues, authority issues ever authority. since then. I'm on board with that. I think so. Uh, so we're, are we good with the puce and black zigzags? Or? That's... An awful color combination. That's the point. Let our listeners decide. What color or patterns and or patterns should Dolores Umbridge wear? Black plaid. Black Um, plaid. Like a dark gray. I'm going to go with green and pink polka dots. Oh, gross. Like lime green and neon pink. Stop. Are you high? Is there anything else that you would like to change about Dolores Umbridge before we sign off on this episode? Who plays Dolores? That's a good point. That's a good question. Honestly, the actress that played Dolores was perfect at the role. She's pretty like good, I she I hated I hated that character so much because of her. Like more I I'd read the books, but like I hated the the characters because of her. No, so no change in actress? Nah. I she did a great yeah, job. Yeah, she really did. I really hated her. Same with um Harry Potter's cousin Dudley, Dudley's aunt in the film, the actress that played her, who I believe also played uh Mrs. Trunchbull in Matilda, um hated her. Oh man. But at the end of everything, oh, uh Dumbledore has to go and save her from the centaurs, but he takes his time. <laughs> did anyway. We, maybe 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 he doesn't save her. Maybe she's still with the centaurs. Maybe that's something we change. Maybe she apologizes to Don and Don lets her out. Maybe she finally reconciles, but we don't know it. Nobody knows that. She's just gone, taken by the centaurs. And Dumbledore tries to find her and finds her, but she's actually happy for the first time. What if she finds just a regular stick and uses that as a wand and just casts that killy spell to all of them? All the centaurs? Yeah. Um, that's not how wands work. That's not how spells work. And no. Prove it. Also, I kind of like the idea. It is redeeming, and I admit that, but her, like, outside of the canon, right? Like... She's taken by the centaurs, and, like, that's where the books end. But, like, the three of us, we know, the three of us know, that she finds she finds happiness with, she, with Dawn, the centaur, again. She finds love. It takes, a, it takes a while. It takes a long time. It takes some serious work at reconciling. But they find they they make their way through it. That's and they too find happy. passion. I want love. her executed on the spot. And then Dumbledore comes and executes her. <laughs> <laughs> that's better. <laughs> there just, we go. Just get too happy the there at the end. Couldn't handle it. All right. Oh, no. Uh, Dumbledore, no, Harry, years later comes and finds her and takes her back for a trial and she's tried and sent to Azkaban for her crimes. Yep. After she's found happiness. Yep. 
Yikes. All right, fair. I like that Ooh. Yep. That's a, that's a knife to the heart. That's it. And that's the end. And that's Dolores Umbridge. All she wrote. That's not true. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Popular Apocrypha. As always, you can reach out to us. Please, please send us your character suggestions. We want to know what characters you like or what characters you really don't like so that we can make them better um, or different, at least. Um, we, we think they're better, uh, at least in some ways. So send us your character suggestions on Twitter or on uh, or on Instagram or on Facebook or on our website. Messenger Pigeon telepathically. Whatever you can do, please uh, send us your suggestions. Tweet at me at Prison Wizard. Please, you, you, I got it. I have it. You have it? I have Prison Wizard. Uh, tweet at- I tried to get Big Daddy Pee-Pee or Big Pee-Pee Daddy, but... The only one I can get is Big Peepee Daddy One, and I don't like uh, that. That's not I don't want numbers in there. Yeah, but if, I do if, have just Prison Wizard. If you're gonna have Big Peepee Daddy, it's got to be Big Peepee Daddy Ten or Eleven 69. or maybe Fifteen. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to do me, Tyler Reed, an enormous. <laughs> if you just want to do Tyler Reed, no. If you want <laughs> and you want to do Tyler Reed, an enormous favor. And leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. It would mean the world to me. And I may or may not read it on the read your review on the next episode. We won't. Yeah, if you want to make it a roast too, I'd love to hear that. Oh, as well, please, actually. R slash roast me. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> if, if we should do that, me. let us know. R slash ghost me. Also, uh, we've had a number of new people listening to the podcast, so welcome to the community, and uh, we're excited to have you. You're welcome. If you Sorry want you're here, to, but... <laughs> sorry. If you we want, apologize. If you want to listen to previous episodes, of course, you can do that wherever you listen to podcasts or on the website at popapoc.com. Um, you can find more information, again, on our social media at popapoc podcast on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. And if you want to support the show, you can support us on Patreon. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash popapoc. Patreon.com slash popapoc. Thanks for joining us for this episode. As always, let us know what you think of our Dolores Umbridge modified character. Dolores. And we'll see you in episode 71. Umbridge. This is Nick signing off this is riley i don't want to sign off yet because it's so lonely when we're turned off i'm never turned off i could be big peepee daddy <laughs>